refusing to be silenced. It's the only unfiltered media podcast in America. This is Trash Talk. And now, here he is, your boy, Blind Mike. Don't be too disgusted by the fat face you see before you if you're watching on YouTube because it's not going to be here for very long. I'll be slimming down. I'm going to be lean and mean, and we're going to get into that in a couple minutes. But first, a big, a huge, dare I say gigantic announcement. Uh, We've added a new show to the network. Blindsidepods.com has two podcasts. Now it has a third. And uh, based on their rankings, I'd have to say the biggest. I think I'm still the biggest name, of course. Come on. But... Uh, they're doing very well. They're doing a lot of cool things. And uh, you can probably already guess what it is because I've mentioned it a lot. And uh, I already tweeted it out today. So it's uh, the Minifan Show. And to help us announce that, we've got our pal John in PA, better known as Mark Hannon's Balls. What is up, my friend? What is up? Um, I'm glad to be here. I am coming at you guys uh, live here from beautiful JetBlue uh, Jet Park in uh, Florida, I'm traveling for work. I'm in a hotel. Hold on, hold on. What's that? No, no. I left the cash on the nightstand. No. <laughs> Thank you. It was a great massage. No, please leave. I'm doing a podcast right now. Seriously. How far are you from I got, Jupiter? I'm sorry. I got, I got someone in my room right now. This is, this is so embarrassing. Like, <laughs> Please, just get the fuck out. Did they you said, pay for the table you. wash? <laughs> we did. No, we did a table shower, but we table just shower, did it actually in the shower, so it was a shower shower. Okay. Um, no, but <laughs> dude, thanks, man. Yeah, we're dude, we're stoked to be on the, the Blindside Podcast Network, um, regardless of what the, the, the dissenters may say, and we'll get into some of that in, in a minute. I think that it's good to have um, some criticism. I think you and I were going back and forth on Twitter. Now that you're management, you're officially my en- enemy. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, you're, 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 a, you're, you're a vomit. Uh, as Kirk would say, the, the goddamn management trying to already stifle me. He's going to scrub this podcast, by no, the way, so everyone record this live. There's um, obviously yeah, going to be none of that. My only, my only request is um, since I, there's a chance still that I'm, I may be working with him, so I don't want you guys to talk about uh, Kirk Minahan at all. So that's the oh, only oh, – other than that, talk about whatever you want. You know what? No you can worries. still call no. it the Minifan Show, but just oh, don't God. mention his name ever. John Henry Geary right here. That's really <laughs> what you are. John Henry Geary. Yeah. Telling us what we can and can't do. Already the man is bringing us down. But anyway, man, dude, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to be back. And first repeat guest, I think. Um, yes. And only guest only, so far, only right? guest. I think you're the only guest I've had. <laughs> yes, only guest and that, first repeat guest. That's the only way to do this. That's going to change. Uh, you know who I just DM'd with? Who? I guess that the, the viewers, more than the listeners, will enjoy a lot is yeah. uh, intern Dana. Really? Yeah. She, I saw you guys tweeting back and forth. She was pretty uh, adamant uh, against your take that you were <laughs> the most famous uh, intern at yeah. Barstool. It's funny. That showed me a lot because I, I'm i a guy that's very I'm, – I'm not very confident at all. So if I'm joking about shit like that, I'm very hesitant because I'm like, uh, people are going to give me shit. You're not really the best intern. And I'm like, I know. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. And then um, when Dana retweeted me, just from that. I gained like a hundred followers in a day, <laughs> so I was oh, like, "Oh, shit. all right, just be a cocky asshole more often." I, now, now I get this broadcasting thing. 
That's that's right. You need to develop. I think what they call it in in radio terms is a shtick. Right. Uh, you know, I know that you've only been doing this for a minute, so let me give you a little bit of advice. <laughs> hey, thanks. You know, we we talked beforehand. By the way, I'm gonna go on one side of the issue, and Mike's gonna go on every single other side of yes. the issue. That's the way that the pros do it. It's about radio is about 97% fake. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I think a, a, a columnist for the the esteemed Boston Globe said that once about a about a former morning morning show. So, um, so yeah, yeah guys. So just Bruins take, trade deadline. I thought they did enough. You disagree. Go. Dude, uh, you know, uh, what, who was it? Uh, Past is a good kid. Have you seen that? Uh, yeah. Have you seen the, the BJBSJ guys? We'll get into them, too, in, in a oh, minute. Jesus Christ. We, there's, there's a, dude, we got a lot to get into. There's, um, so, there's too much stuff, and I still have my masseuse getting out of the room. She's folding up the table shower right now, and this is just a, this is just a fucking mess. I am, I am in Florida, though, so if my Wi-Fi goes out, I am on shitty hotel Wi-Fi. Um, but, you know, hopefully that we'll, we'll make it through the whole live stream. But, you know, if that's what happens, right. don't worry. Um, yeah, so first of all, despite what people think, I don't know if anyone thinks that I am uh, uh, a star fucker, I guess, by wanting the, the great Mark Hannon's balls and drunk Eric Curtis, uh, the, the, <laughs> the Joe Rogans of Boston, I guess, but for wanting them on my network. How dare I? Uh, Dude, but I do want to say I, I've, uh, I've supported you guys since before you even started the podcast. And uh, I've this been mother, I've been really impressed. <laughs> I've been really impressed with what you guys are doing. And there was a thought that I had when when it was clear that Minahan wasn't going to be on the air for a little while, and you guys were starting in January. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just I don't see how they're going to come up with content if he's not doing anything. And you guys have done a great job at that. So I, I've been impressed with it, and I'm glad to have you aboard. Well, thank thank you, man. It, it was I I would love to boast and say that it was all me, which it mostly was. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But it was you know you know DEC has done so much for this. The dude is he is always on top of everything. He is relentless when it comes to the IT stuff, the program stuff. You know, the guys uh, figure. I, I had no idea if this was up to me, we'd be doing this podcast. You know, via phone. Like we'd be calling each other on the phone with like little tape recorders and recording this. The guy figured out everything, and you know he's he's a. He, I couldn't have asked for a better random Twitter connection uh, <laughs> co-host than, than than drunk Eric Curtis. He's a, he's a he's a good guy. He's a he's a good he's a definitely a good host. Yeah, I mean you guys are doing a great job, and he's uh, I guess he was in radio years ago, and you can you can tell by the way he talks and everything. So it's definitely he, a good. He, if you haven't listened to the Minifan show, I strongly recommend it, especially now that it's on BlindsidePods.com. That's that's right. That's right. We are you have the 67th rank sports and recreation podcast Ooh. on your network already. That's pretty good. Actually, you know what? Last week we were number 14 in the country really? for sports and recreation on Stitcher. So, oh, okay. A- Android people, you know, I'm I an we Android love you guys. person. It's all me. I'm I'm just listening over and over again. So you're you're a green text bubble guy? I am. I can't pod- we can end this podcast now. I can't I know. even know. Everyone says that. I, I, it's discrimination is what it is. It's discrimination. Yes. Yeah, well, well, you, you know, you're you're a lot like Martina Navratilova. I don't even know who that is. Oh well, we're getting no, into like, that later. You better bone up. Oh sh. Oh wait, wait, wait. That's the that's the, the article tennis that we're player. Talking yeah, about. yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> goddamn it! I th- I thought you were talking about some porn star. Or no, 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 no. Sure. No, far, <laughs> far. Get a look at her. Far from it. <laughs> um, I know who you're talking about. I saw the picture of her. Yeah, she is no porn star. Believe me. Yeah. Uh, Only, so we'll get into, that the, might there, be into it. There's been some controversy over you guys joining the network. I guess shock. I don't. I don't understand how, but there was some controversy over you guys joining the network. Uh, uh, should we briefly describe it now, or we do have a couple questions about it that we could get into later? 
I say we describe it now. We talk about okay. what what our thoughts are on it, and then we can take questions. And and you know what? As as much as I know that you won't like to take all the questions because you're management now, right? Uh, yeah. Fuck you. We're gonna talk about everything. You will not no, censor my no, face. No, please. No. This is freedom of speech. No, I can't do it. Sam Sam Kennedy Blind Mike is trying to censor my ability to, for, for freedom of speech on this podcast. <laughs> no, we'll get into it. So um, we were talking from the start. Yeah. about joining your podcast network. So I can attest to that. Yeah. Uh, so that was something that was in the works, you know, and I don't know whether or not Kirk would want us at radio.com. That would be a long shot. So that was um, all that honestly, my only thought for you guys for not bringing you on the network was, uh, I thought, well, maybe if they have a shot with Minahan, I don't want them to start here and have to change over. But then I was like, I'm not signing them to a contract. They can fucking switch over whenever they want. Um, so that Wait, was the, the only reason I was hesitant to ever have you guys on is like, I think they have a better shot with Minahan. So no, DEC told me that you were paying us. Is that, are you not paying us? Um, yes. Are we, are we going to have issues now? Yeah. No, Robert Kraft is making out uh, checks for you guys. They should be, uh, <laughs> they should be good to go soon. I thought, I thought it was Jesse Smollett was writing the checks from yeah. now on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you gotta, he's, he's but you gotta, you gotta pretend to beat me up in the in an alley and call me I a blind be, cunt. And <laughs> it would not be difficult. I'll call you a blind cunt on this podcast. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think it would be difficult. Yeah, I don't know if you'd see the haymakers coming at you, my <laughs> friend. So the the controversy that we had yeah. was mostly regarding not so much your podcast, but I think it was that other folks on Twitter weren't so much a fan of of our podcast team right that your podcast was it other folks or was it one guy <laughs> well i think i think there was also some some playful banter about the website i think yeah. that drunk eric curtis i think that what he told me was that he took away your ipad and replaced it with an etch-a-sketch while you were <laughs> developing the website yeah something like that but um i there was there was a couple folks on twitter that that expressed their Disapproval, I, I guess, and, and I hear that you were DMing with this individual, an esteemed caller uh, of the yeah. former Callahan show, now banned from Mutton Callahan. Yeah, well, let me explain the whole. Th- I'll explain the network first, the idea of the network, and it's uh, the network is run by me and my buddy Ryan, and mm-hmm. uh, it was I think the day uh, that I lost my WEI podcast, he texted me and said, so this wasn't even technically my idea to do the blindside network. He texted me and said, what if we did a podcast network and tried to get, you know, some local people that, uh, uh, otherwise wouldn't be able to promote it as much as they could, you know, with me, I, you know, I'm not saying I'm fucking Dave Portnoy, but I've got some Twitter followers. So some people might catch on to smaller mm-hmm. podcasts if I tweeted out and I said, I love it. And then that'll give me, uh, a hosting site. Um, so I won't have to, uh, pay the bullshit, go through the bullshit you have to go through to get things on iTunes, especially if you're doing multiple podcasts, blah, blah, blah. Um, so we got it up and running, and the plan was always that it would be me and him, and the first two podcasts would be uh, Trash Talk, my podcast, and On Tap, his podcast, which is a, a movie and beer review podcast. And when we talked at the beginning, uh, me and Ryan are very different guys. And he's much more reserved and uh, laid back and a lot nerdier. Like he's into, you know, comic books and that type of shit. Um, And I'm not really as much like that. So the idea was that, uh, you know, my podcast, Trash Talk, would be for uh, my listeners. 
and the podcasts that I bring in, like, and even at the time I had the Minifan show in mind, and there's a couple Mm -hmm. others I've talked to, that those would be kind of for my listeners, and the podcasts that uh, Ryan brings in would kind of be more for his listeners, and the hope would be that there would be some crossover. Whether it's one guy or a thousand guys that listen to my podcast might check his out, and a lot of them might hate it. And hey, maybe one or two will like it, and he's gained one or two fans, and vice versa. And the same with you guys, where now you guys come in and bring in an audience, and maybe that'll promote both of our podcasts, whatever. So that was the entire idea. And then, um, you know, like like we said, we're not paying anyone, and we're not getting paid ourselves. So the whole idea was let everyone kind of fail on their own because mm. we're not wasting money on we're, – we're hosting ourselves, so we're not wasting our money on you know servers or any of that bullshit or different accounts to run podcasts. We're not mm-hmm. losing any money by having more podcasts. So if a podcast sucks, let them suck on their own. And I like that you guys are hosting yourself. I mean I know yeah. that you've got to run on your hamster wheel every single night to get enough power to keep the site hosting right. or something you know, like and, that. And that's the other thing. It's Squarespace. So – Blame fucking Squarespace. I didn't develop a website by myself. I did. The, I did it the proper way. Um, but yeah, no. It, I mean, like, it doesn't look exactly the way I would want it to look or anything. But for our purposes, for hosting mm-hmm. it to put on iTunes and YouTube and Stitcher and all those other places, yeah, it, it serves that purpose at least for me. I no, I understand what you're saying. And uh, for those that are on, you know, the website that have checked us out that at uh, the uh, Minifan show, we have put a survey up there. And I think it would be it would be helpful if you can take some time. It doesn't. I know it, I haven't even done it yet. So I take it takes like a couple minutes to do. Yeah, yeah. But if you can do that survey, that would definitely help us, especially help us towards the road of getting sponsored. Ideally, though, we don't know if we want a sponsorship route yet. I, I did tweet out some merchandise ideas. Um, it was a, a basically a clone of the clown, the uh, the barstool shirt, except with instead of Roger Goodell, it was Sam Kennedy's face with the clown nose. Okay, I was going to mention um, that to you because I saw that, and I didn't because I like you. I didn't want to be mm-hmm. a complete cunt on Twitter and say I yeah. disagree with one thing you've done, so I'm going to blow up your whole life for some reason. What do you disagree <laughs> with about it? What don't you like? About um, that? No, the only thing I my my concern was that it is a ripoff of Barstool, so I just wanted to make sure you guys. At least acknowledge that. If we get a, of course it is. But if we get a cease and desist, I mean, that's that's the whole point is that we're we're clearly ripping off the barstool brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, because I'm I'm used to working at WEI, where literally I they they would give us stuff uh, like before Red Sox games and stuff like that to give out Mm -hmm. to people, and it was like um, I, I remember one of the one of the things they handed out said, "Make October great again." (laughs) <laughs> and there was no it didn't look like anything from barstool they weren't like tipping their cap to barstool it was mm-hmm. like hey look what we came up with <laughs> and it's like no All- no 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 you don't get to use this <laughs> so i mean i did look into it it is not copyright infringement or trademark infringement i mean it's just a blue shirt with a right. guy with a with a white face and a clown nose there's no you can't trademark that no um, no, no my only thing was just say it's a ripoff just yeah, say clearly. we know we're ripping off barstool Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're clearly ripping off bar. There's another one that we were going to come out with, you know, Kirk with the President Obama filter on him, and it just says free Kirk (laughs) underneath it. Uh, That's a pretty good one. It's the one of the picture of him in front of uh, uh, the Abraham Lincoln uh, monument. I like that. um, 
So we're trying to decide whether or not we want to go with the sponsorship route eventually yeah. or if we want to try and use merchandise because we did just invest, guys. This is breaking news, right? Breaking news on uh, on the on Trash Talk. We did just invest in a soundboard. So we're going to be able to do live drops on our podcast, which is actually going to save us a lot of time on the back end when we edit. Um, but also we're going to have a ton of drops. I think we've got the sippy sound from uh, from on tap. We've got we've got Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> kind of, we, we need to circle back to that. Yeah. So I think that was a lot of what the criticism was surrounding yeah. was that some folks didn't. And well, let me just like- say again, as far as like money shit, the, the idea also was that. We would never take if you guys want to do your own merchandising. We would never take from that, and ho- hopefully, we could figure out a way that you could use our site to promote that. Mm-hmm. And um, if you get your own sponsors, we would never take from that. The only like the only thing we ask if you're on our network is that at the beginning you say in some in however you see fit, say presented by BlindsidePods.com. That's mm-hmm. literally all we ask, and that's a, in return for paying for hosting. For 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 everything that you're providing, I can I can do that. You know, the Minifan Show presented by SideblindPods.com. Yeah. So what, is, that, is that right? <laughs> you son of a bitch. So <laughs> I can tell there's a suspension coming. It'll be drunk Eric <laughs> Curtis and uh, Tim from Canton soon. Well, goddamn, God I I better I better go all out that if there's a suspension yeah. coming, I am going Kirk Minahan indefinite. Uh, Sam Kennedy, Linda Pizzuti, I'll call them the gutless vomits, right? This is, this is, we're going to go all out. So <laughs> yeah, as quick as you can, cause I want to get into the other stories, but as quick as yeah, you can yeah. tell, tell me what, what's the beef with everyone? <laughs> well, I don't think it's so much of a beef. I think that Steve, uh, from Providence, who is what the, the individual that we're talking about that yeah. had that took issue with us joining the network. I think he's a friend beef... and he and I were on the first Minahan show together. So yes. he's like, Yes. You know, he's in that world. If you don't, if you're not familiar with the Minifan show and all that, he's a guy yes. in that world. And and for folks, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners are fans of of Kirk and Callahan. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of the one of the all time great callers to right. Kirk and Callahan. Definitely. I mean, no questions asked. DEC tweeted out uh, one of his calls today, and it's just, dude, it's 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 hilarious. Yeah. Drop dead, hilarious. He's, re- like, he's funny. He made me die. And I, I like the guy. It's yeah, so he made me die laughing. I forget. There was he's a line. Balls. I think he said. Yeah. I think he said he'd rather jerk off with glass than listen to the latest episode of On Tap. But that's like fine. That. See, that shit's fine. I didn't know why he was coming after me for it. Well, I think he's just. You know what I mean? Criticize that not, all day. I, it's uh, that, that's great. Get people think, talking think about it. it. It's even better. I don't. I don't give a fuck. But I don't get why he's acting like I somehow lied to him or something. I don't like. I'm like I'm falsely no, no, no. advertising, or I don't. I don't get what the deal is. I don't think he's doing that. I think that he is. Look at it this way. He loved to dunk on and, and just troll Mutt. Yeah. Um, and, and they were some of the most legendary calls ever. So I am envious of you, to be honest, that you are the object of his scorn. <laughs> because think about the voicemails that you're going to get right. from this guy or, you know, the question. He's, he's hilarious. He's got, I mean, he's the guy that does keep it classy with Steve, our strip club reviews. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, the guy yeah. that. He had a line so- about ejaculating and I can't remember what it was, but it made me die. When I was on the podcast with you, I don't know if you remember, uh, but it made me die. It made me spit laughing. Like I was cracking I up. Can't, I can't remember if you're watching on uh, YouTube, uh, fellas, uh, go ahead and, and, and I'm surprised that he hasn't even chimed in yet on the YouTube live stream. I in think fairness, to- I promoted it starting at nine. And then when we started, we were just like, "Ah, we're starting." Yeah, uh, so well. we might not even be watching yet. But, um, but yeah, so-, so so that was the thing, and I think that you know he just doesn't the podcast the the on tap podcast is not for him. That's and fine. I think I think that he wants to give. It's not some- going to be for a lot of people. Let me tell you that it's not going to be for a lot of people. 
Well, and I told I, I I didn't tell Ryan this, but I, I we're uh, getting together on Thursday to meet about things. And what I'll tell him is I didn't I don't necessarily uh, like love, show. love the <laughs> I don't necessarily love the movie. I, I'll tell you the first episode, even though I have no interest in that film, it kept me interested. The what second episode kind of lost me a little bit, it, but, it then, was, but then uh, there's a matter. Then there, then there's a matter of, and you guys are all fans of Kirk and what he went through and everything. So yeah. then there's a matter of, am I supposed to tell this guy don't talk about what you want to talk about? Talk about something else. You know well, what I mean? I mean? That's where I get. When, when, that's where I get. Like I'll, I'll never do that because I was told first... on my pod. The whole reason I have this podcast network is because I was told you can't talk about the things you want to talk about. Yeah. Even beyond Kirk. It was like certain things I wanted to talk about, I couldn't talk about. So I don't want to do that with anyone here. Even if now Steve and other people will look at it as different because it's a silly fucking cartoon that I'm saying you shouldn't talk about. But it's still the matter of that if that's what he wants to do on his show, I have no yeah. pro- I have no problem with that. And I mean it's not we're not ratings based. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like Dale and Keith, if you have a problem with that show. That's based on ratings, and they're taking up valuable airtime. Mm-hmm. On tap being on our network doesn't take a spot from anyone else. That's that's fair, and and like I'm glad you mentioned them because I think that he said that they're the Dale and Keefe of the Blindside Pods Network. Right, but I'm not. I, but that being on our website doesn't prohibit anyone else from being on. But it's a good back and forth. What I would like to see is Ryan. First of all, I'd like to see Ryan follow me back on Twitter. That would yep. be the only kind thing to do. Second off, because I've I've promoted his podcast, I gave him I gave him a plug. Mm-hmm. So be fair. Second off, um, I mean, I think he did his first review on like Clifford the Big Red, Big Red Dog, <laughs> and his second review on like Beanie Babies Story Time or something like that. No, no, and- <laughs> I won't stand for this. This besmirching <laughs> of a good man. No, I, I, I I'm sure he's a, I'm sure he's a cool guy. So here's would be my constructive criticism. And obviously you're the boss, so mm-hmm. I'm just coming at it. If I'm, I, you know, who am I? I'm just, I'm just a random Twitter troll. I'm not, you know, I, I, I don't know anything you're about. You're a subordinate. I would say, yeah, I would say first of all, pick a beer that associates with the movie, right? Yeah. So pick a dark stout for like reviewing. First of all, start with fucking Goodfellas. Like, what did he start with? What was the first show he did? It was he. So he's trying to do movies that are in theaters, I guess. Which I also, oh, which I also kind of disagreed with, just because movies in theaters now are such shit. Yeah. Which isn't his is- fault, you know what I mean? Like, So, it's, yeah, I, I agree. Start with different movies. And my idea was kind of more do it in a way where people could kind of watch along with the podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the beer exa- into the movie. Yeah. Well, for example, like I, I told him I would be on. But what I would want to do is like, for example, when uh, if you want to do new movies, like when the Breaking Bad movie comes out. Mm. That's my favorite show ever. So if so I went on there, math, but we kind of watch it. Or maybe I watch it before and then we kind of watch it in the background and say like, oh, talk about this scene that's on right now while we're drinking beers. That sounds, that sounds excellent. That's, that's, more, that's more how I would have wanted to do it. But again, it's not necessarily for me and you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're going to talk Thursday. Maybe you'll make some changes. And I've given him like segment ideas and stuff. Um, so maybe you'll yeah. make some changes and maybe you won't. And if he doesn't, I don't really give a fuck. Because I think he again, should have Steve on. He should have Steve on the I show. I should or he should. He should. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Stephen Ryan review. Yeah. They can review like, like a, a, you know, know how, how to train, train your dragon, dragon one or something like that. <laughs> yeah, go back to the trilogy. That's right. They, they can, can do a whole series of rewatchables just going over the how to train your dragon. Yeah, that'd be great. But so that's my stance. And like I said, he's not. Hey, he's not taking a spot from anyone else. But also, he funds the fucking thing. 
You know what I mean? So oh, it's like, oh, no, no. we're busting balls. We're busting no, balls. I, I would like nothing more than him to give me shit. Like, who the hell are you to like be sucking the dick? Well, I don't think in fairness, I don't guy. think he knows any of this is going on. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I don't he, like I don't think he knows who Steve from Providence is. Does he have a good sense of humor? Uh, or is he yeah. going to take this seriously? He's going to be upset. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see how he'll react to that. He does have a good sense of humor. But I don't know how he'll react to uh, like criticism of his thing. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we'll find out. I, like I said, I, I don't love, give a fuck. Criticize him all so, you want. I'm interested so, to find out. So I love the haters. Yeah. I, I love it because today was the day that we got that me personally and the blind and uh, the, the after we announced that the the Minifan show got a ton of hate on Twitter from I think it was Kirk Moranahan was some random hater and this other guy. Uh, Canada, Canada, Hanelby, or Ryan, Canada, Hanelby, or something like that. He, they were just saying that, you know, I think one of his lines was something about how I am just a Kirkman, uh, I'm a try-hard Kirkman impersonator. Oh, I get that all the and, time. Fuck that. So, so the criticism is that you're, you're trying at something you want to do, and mm-hmm. that uh, your influence is one of the best guys to do it. That's the criticism? Yeah. I'll take yeah, it. I'll take it. His, his exact words were, I think he's a, I think he's a try-hard Kirk wannabe, plus one for hate. And I tweeted out saying, this is the highest compliment anyone has ever given me. I'll take try-hard Kirk wannabe over Dale and Keith any day. Right. Um, also, my Kirkman impression is much better than Mutt's. So if, if we talk about two people doing a Kirk impression, I can do Kirk Minahan a lot better than what Mutt is doing right now doing Kirk Minahan. So let's well, just get that thing is, I, Again, I don't know you crazy well, but from the times I've talked to you, Mm-hmm. Um, I I get the sense that you and me are the same in that uh, we're both blind. We're, we're not. Yes, you don't see very well, and uh, we're not doing a Kirk impression as much as we were drawn to Kirk because there are similarities in our personalities. You know what oh, I'm yeah, saying? Like, absolutely. We're guys that like to make fun of shit and like to criticize people and mm-hmm. all that kind of. We're angry. And mm-hmm. so that's why we were drawn to a guy like that, because I was into that type of radio before I ever knew who Kirk Minahan was. Yeah, of course. And I was, I've always been into shit like that. One of my favorite YouTube channels, which I think uh, uh, Ryan should uh, – is that his name? Ryan? Yes. Ryan? Yeah, yeah. That he should model himself after. You should look it up. Is Red Letter Media. You ever watch them? No. Dude, check it out. Red Letter Media, they do all – they do movie reviews. They do uh, Half in the Bag. And they, this one guy plays a character of, of this, this disabled guy with, who's had his, both his legs amputated, and he's like this like psychotic man. His name is Mr. Plinkett, and he reviews movies in this, in this character, and he's just such an asshole, and he hates everything. And it's so funny. There's something so funny about that. And I think that he needs to get, you know, that's sort of just, he did the Star Wars prequel reviews. Are you familiar with those? I'm familiar with On YouTube. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so... And, and we just need some of that and less of uh, one, one more sip. I, get, I, more I, I, I definitely get what you're saying. But also, yeah. hey, it might be fun to have a podcast on the network that we can make fun of, right? So, uh, no, no, you're, you're, you're right, you're right. You're right. And, 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 you know, to be fair, if I was going to do a nerd podcast, I would probably do something because, I mean, I was, I was always into, you know, like books and shit. I would do like a podcast called It's Lit and just review like, you know, do like little like book reviews and shit. Well, one yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, hey, that's, that's fine. fine. I don't live in Massachusetts, though, so I can't really say that. But anyway. I, thought, I thought that's where the it, It's Lit thing came in. I just assumed. Well, It's Lit, like, It's Literature, you know what I mean? Because I'm a big yeah. lit, I get, lit I get punk, the pun. So. All right, do you get it? I'm just clarifying, making sure that you get this. 
Um, but you're right. It'd be good, good to, to have, have somebody, somebody we can make fun of and bust balls. balls. But, but also, also, I want, I want to see him fight, fight back, back too, too, right? Be a man, fight back. Give me, yeah, give give me, me my shit back. back. I can take it. I'm a good boy. So before we get into the... we'll get to his questions. Yeah, yeah, later. we'll get to his questions later at the end, end of the show, so stay tuned for that. Um, mm-hmm. Before we get into the, the big topics of the day, uh, I've, I've committed to a, uh, a thing that uh, people are calling impossible. And that? I say to that, look at my life, folks. I laugh at impossible. And that is the, uh, the weight loss challenge that I'm doing. Uh, yesterday, I clocked in. At a disgust, I'm so disgusted with my weight that I almost didn't put it on Twitter, and I almost did the weight loss challenge under the guise of "just trust me, I need to lose a lot of weight." Like I'm not going to tell you what the weight, but then I was like, "Nah, I'm not going to be a pussy. I'll just have to say what it is." Uh, I believe it was two sixty one point four. I think I started at yesterday. Oh wow! Yeah, a big, big fat fuck I've turned into. <laughs> and, it's not uh, that bad. So. I've uh, I've decided by June 20th, and I picked that date because uh, it's the day before a comedy festival I'm going to called Skankfest in New York City. Is, is that, that Legion of Skanks? It is. Legion of Skanks. I, I, just, I, just, I just started, started listening, listening to them. Oh, really? They're great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm more than half. So funny. Um, yeah. One of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. They, I uh, Louis J. Gomez runs Skankfest. And uh, actually, tickets go on sale Monday, March 4th. I bought, mm-hmm. I bought the pre-sale tickets, so I recommend anyone else buy tickets because it's an awesome fucking time. Um, but so I chose the day before that as the finale date, and uh, I by then I have to be under two hundred pounds, so I have to lose at least sixty-one and a half pounds. Uh, and if I don't, my punishment is that I have to run a lap around Fenway in just my skibbies, yelling, uh, "Joe Zambrano is God." And I, I might even say his real name if I lose, because I feel like I, I owe the people that much. Mm. Okay. I, 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 I think I agreed on Twitter that I take that challenge with you. Yeah. I, I, didn't, you like, I didn't care for the way you phrased it. What, what did, did I, I say? You said, uh, I, don't, I don't have as much to lose. It's well, like, yeah, I, I, have... I know, <laughs> cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, I'm assuming you're a tall guy, right? I'm only, I'm only like Not five. Not tall five. enough. How tall are you? Oh. 5'11". That's how, that's how tall I am. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. oh, well. Yeah. You're blind. You can't see it, though. Yeah. If I grow, like I said on Twitter, if I grow another foot, this will be an acceptable weight. Mm, but, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the challenge. And I love, I love how when you say you're going to lose a lot of weight in a short amount of time, everyone, A, becomes a doctor, and B, all of a sudden becomes concerned about your health. Like I hear, uh, I got, in fact, uh, your boy Drunk Eric Curtis said, like, it's not mm-hmm. healthy. And I said, well, where yeah, were you when I ballooned that. up to 260 pounds? In two weeks. Yeah, no, one's, no one said anything then. No one was I'm like, convinced. hey, put down, put down the fucking pizza. You're getting fat as fuck. Now all of a sudden, <laughs> I say, hey, I'm going to lose weight. It's like, whoa, hold on. Not so fast. Mm. Um, and then the other thing is uh, everyone's like, you know, it's, it's – it's healthier to do uh, intermittent fasting, and they have all these ideas. It's like, all right, doctor, let's pump the brakes. I'm fucking, I'll do it the way I do it, and you'll see when I lose uh, 62 pounds by June 20th that uh, I am God, in fact, and I can do whatever the fuck I want. All I got to say is Joe Zambrano, get, get the camcorder out. You, you need some jerk-off material. This is it. Come I'll on do it with the megaphone, too. I'll, bring the, I'll break out the megaphone again. 
and Larry from Newburyport is going to be there in his little scooter. He's right. going to come after you, uh, you know, say, you know, Kirk sucks, Kirk sucks. His chant, by the way, because we haven't talked, you know, in, you know, personally since since this happened. His chant, I felt bad. It was like picking up steam. You're the one guy. Oh, chanting, it was. I know. Kirk, I loved. Kirk, it. I thought that was awesome. That was the only moment of the day where I was like, I finally might have something for a video. Yeah. Because I was annoying them all day to the point where I was like. Is someone going to do something? Like, is someone going to say something to me here? Like, what the fuck is going on? But, uh, yeah, no, I'm hoping when I'm if, – if, if, if I do fail, which I won't, but if I do, I'm hoping for a, uh, a scene like uh, George Costanza running uh, – uh, outrunning the people in the hover round. Yes. On Seinfeld. Yes. With just Absolutely. scooters chasing after me as I run around Fenway. <laughs> that's perfect. They're all coming. I think they call him a rascal, right? Yes. And that's, that's, that's the scene, scene where everyone, everyone thinks that Costanza is a disability and he, he, he can't, can't walk. That's a great one. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I wish you the best, best of luck. luck. As, as one, one of my friends did in college, he lost 100 pounds his, uh, his first semester of freshman year. And he did it with cigarettes, slim fast, and laxatives. So that's interesting. If you, if you want my body I am doing diet, a liquid like diet for the first three days. And again, that's okay. another, like, people are like, it's, it's not healthy. I'm like, yeah, neither is pizza and subs every day. Like, what? I'm, I'm going to do one or the other. Just, I'm an ext- I live in extremes, all right? When you mm. think my gear, you think extreme. Everyone does. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of shit that's not healthy, though. Exactly. Do, so, exactly. Know. I'm unhealthy every day. It's better I be unhealthy on a liquid diet than shoveling mm. carbs down my face. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'll update people on my weight loss as I go along. Mm-hmm. Blind Mike Geary on Instagram is where I'll do most of my updating because I don't want to bombard people on Twitter. But uh, yeah, so anyways, I brought in my pal, uh, John and PA. And speaking of Johns, and yes, I had you on only for that moderately <laughs> clever segue. I'm flattered. Robert Kraft, uh, as you all, I'm sure, know by now, prosecuted. I'm, I'm sorry, charged with uh, uh, what's the actual charge? Just soliciting Solic- prostitution. solicitation, solicit- two counts of solicitation of prostitution. It's just like, come on. <laughs> I, it, oh, I get that he broke a law, and uh, that's that's what you have to do. But just this whole hullabaloo of just the fact that we're talking about it in terms of what should the the punishment be from the NFL should the uh well get the uh, get the Bart Scott clip ready because there were some real uh extreme thoughts but just to get it out of the way even though I think you and I are pretty much in sync on this what's yeah. your take on the whole situation I think that he's a senile old man I think that he misses Myra and, and I, I think, think that if he wants to go get, his, get a little rub and tug, right. as El as Prez said, let he who's not visited a, a massage parlor throw the first stone. Sure. Right? I mean, I mean, I mean well, but he's also, I mean, first of all, the claim, the idiotic, the moronic claim that is levied by these dopes, these idiots, these complete buffoons in media that they just love to throw out there, that he is somehow complicit in fucking – Sex trafficking. So, Give me a goddamn break. Are you fucking kidding me? Listen to, listen to this. So, 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 Mike, all the marijuana that you smoked illegally, you were complicit in the cartel. You were complicit in the murder of young children and drug mules and little little kids well, getting, you know, drugs smuggled in. It's all. Give me a fucking break. That well, is not even that. Not, not even that to go an even an even more uh, ridiculous level is 
If you've bought in Nike or Apple products, you're complicit in the child labor atrocities that those companies have committed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you, and, that's, and that's legal. So, at the end like, of the day. Don't, don't give me the fucking high and mighty. How could he ever do at, at what, the end of- how, I heard Evan Drellick this morning saying, don't you think he at le- it at least crossed his mind that these women are probably sex workers? I mean, I, I'm sorry, are probably uh, being Slaves. sex trafficked? And mm-hmm. it's like, no, of course that wouldn't cross your mind. I've never been to a, a fucking Yankee Cranky shop, but I've been to strip clubs, and it doesn't cross my mind, at least not until I leave, that, do you think these women are he- held here against their will? That's not what you're thinking. You're thinking, I've got a hard on, and I'd like to get rid of it. Mm. It's like that. Then, there's there's no more to it than that, really. So, so what you do is you and, you, and, and one thing you and said you go is, to the rub and tug. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and but one thing you said is, uh, you know, he probably misses Myra, and I think that there, there's a good chance that might be true. But people are throwing that in as like almost an excuse for him, and I mm-hmm. say, even if he doesn't miss her, even if he's happy because now he can go out and fuck whatever he wants, who cares? Who cares? He's he's a I don't understand the shock in our country that a billionaire who's an old guy whose wife has passed away, who we know bangs actresses that are fucking tens, how could that man be a sexual guy? The shock. How, what, what are the odds that that guy likes getting his dick rubbed? You know, what's even more impressive is there's another man on the list. I think his name was John Johnson. How, how perfect is that? Josh, Josh Johnson. Josh, and he turns 85 years old, like, next week. Oh, like, I'm sorry. You ha- might be right. I was thinking of the uh, quarterback, Josh Johnson. No, no, no. no. John Johnson. Hey, dude, this dude, this dude is going to turn, like, 85 next week. Stick tap you, bud. Like, the fact that you're still getting up at that point. But right? the, fact, the fact remains is that here, here's the other thing. So, so, so we have to separate two things. First of all, you have to separate the sexual act from the establishment. What if you just went in? Because you're, you know, you're blind, and you thought that it was not a skanky little strip mall, rub and tug place next to a cash for gold place in a metro PCS, and you actually thought that it was a, a legitimate business, and you get and you get a massage, and you never asked for a happy ending, and you walked out. You still use the services of somebody who is being trafficked. Does that make you complicit? So is it? What yes, is it because you should have said a massage. This must be illegal. Right. So so that so really all that that's happening is he's being implicated and being painted as complicit because he had a sex because a woman rubbed a body part and something came out. Right. And and if that was in Las Vegas, it would be perfectly legal. Well, then it came out today that the the two ladies that serviced him weren't being sex trafficked. And the thing is, is that they want like you think he what he's he's omniscient. So every billionaire gets this get they get a new sixth sense where they become all knowing. They actually become a deity at that point, and they, they just, just magically know, know that wherever they go, who's being trafficked, who's not being trafficked. Like, like give, give me a, a fucking break. break. This, this this guy contributed, contributed what hundred thousand dollars to a fund in Massachusetts fighting against sex trafficking. Yeah. There's, there's no way. Well, on then this there's the planet. people that say that that's him trying to cover up his. Disgusting fetish, I guess. But it's all—it's like the I, the only criticism I think of Robert Kraft would be a guy with that much money and uh, you know that level of of power could have probably done, you know, gotten his gotten his rocks off in a more clever way, where he's not just going to a massage parlor that could possibly be under investigation. But my even my response to that would be he's a seventy-seven year old guy 
who was married for a lot of years. He's not up on all the like I was listening to uh Jim Norton, a comedian, talk about this. Mm-hmm. And he's a guy who's uh you know, fucked a bunch of <laughs> millions of hookers and all he's done all kinds of crazy sex shit. Um and he's talking about how, you know, he in his in his inimitable experience knows uh where to go, where not to go. He has that thought of this is probably like a sex trafficking type of place. But a guy like Robert Kraft isn't going to know stuff like that because he probably doesn't do it that often. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's again, I think there's also a level of arrogance that goes along with it, too, where he's he just doesn't think because the rules don't apply to him like everybody else. I think that he just didn't think that that could even happen because there is the only thing that I will give him shit for is the fact that he got pulled over. I think it was on a Saturday <laughs> that, and that, yeah. and. And he gets pulled over, and they said it was like it was nine minutes after he left the the massage parlor, and he gets pulled over. And I think they said to the driver that that he ran a red light. Okay, cool. Yeah. Then why do you ask the passenger Bob Kraft for his ID? That should have been clue number one. I know that he's old, and I know that maybe you know there's rumors that he's on pills and stuff like that. But you know, who knows? Yeah, well, that, that should have been tip number one. one. Then, then he goes, goes back, back the next day. day. He, he goes, goes back, back the next day. day. He must be looking back at that, like thinking about that day he got pulled over, and just thinking that motherfucker, <laughs> that son, of, <laughs> that son of a. He must think about that so often now. Like I, I should have fucking known that that cocksucker. I knew I was. I knew we didn't run a red light. Mm-hmm. Um, now, 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 Mike, Mike if, if you're, you're worth six in a hypothetical world, yeah. and, and you're, you're not, not making twenty thousand dollars a year, like you said, said I think in the last podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Less. So, so in, 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 let's say in this hypothetical, in this hypothetical blind Mike is worth $6.6 billion. How much you are, how much do you pay for that sex tape to ensure that it never sees light of day? Um, What's zero. the max you pay? Zero. Really? Let it, let it fly, baby. If I'm 77 and I can come in 11 minutes, I'm, I'm showing the world. <laughs> He's got it. He's popping Viagra. No, uh, I got. I mean, a guy like Robert Kraft is, uh, you know, he comes off as a as a, a family man and um, all that kind of shit. So I'm sure he would want to pay, but I not not into the high hundred thousands even. Like you know, really? like, for a guy like that, maybe you know, four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand is probably nothing to him. I think Mutt said Mutt said this morning that he would pay. A billion dollars if it was Robert Kraft. <laughs> so he, he would didn't pay. say that. He did. He, he goes. He, he did. This guy. He said that he would pay one of his one of his six point six billion dollars to ensure that that never saw the light of day. Do you have any idea how much money? I feel like the uh, fucking guy in Casino. Do you have any idea how long that would take? Like, there's you 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 don't pay a billion dollars for anything. No, mm. no matter how much money you have, just because it's only a it, it's a sixth of his money. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I know that 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 Mutt balances his checkbook based on the amount of pancakes that Carter eats every day. So that's he's not the best. Yeah, he's not the best guy you. for. That tells you. I thought a lot money, of but... I thought a lot of that like gambling and money stuff with Mutt was like, you know, a bit a bit of shtick. But that's like maybe the guy's in some serious trouble. Maybe like, if you're a friend of Mutt's, maybe you should hear that and say like, this guy needs some help financially. And, and you know, Mutt, friend of the show, you know, he's the only member of the morning show that doesn't follow me. So it's okay. It's okay, Mutt. I know you're salty, but, um, he, uh, 
I, I disagree with the the one billion dollars. I'm not sure where he's getting that from. I I, I hope that he uh, really takes a close look at his expenses, because if you're willing to spend, uh, first of all, I don't think he knows how net worth works either. Like like Bob Kraft doesn't right. have six billion dollars. That includes his fucking liquid. house and the pa- and the Patriots and his car and yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, a good portion of that, the, that like half of that, is just the Patriots team alone. He's of gonna course, have to liquidate yeah. the Patriots to fucking pay that off. Give me a break. <laughs> That'd be great this... if Robert Kraft sold the Patriots <laughs> to pay off his sex tape bill. Well, uh, I, but at the end of the day, he has he had no idea that. And, and, and again, I think we should make it clear for anybody listening that's gonna try and edit this. And, and fuck you if you can do whatever you want. But if you if you do try and edit this, we I, mean, I can, I'm not gonna speak for you, but I mean, I am. I mean, we're not condoning or making light of sex trafficking. Like if that's really happening, <laughs> it's funny you bring that up because we have some sound that does not condone sex trafficking or even joking about it. Now, let's, I'm interested in this sound. See, we were going to play the Bart Scott thing first, but now that you brought this up, we might as well just go to it. Um, So when the Robert Kraft stuff broke on Friday, I wanted some uh, immediate coverage on it. So I throw the TV on and I'm watching. uh, I'm sorry, I'm listening to uh, when it's when something happens during the midday. I'll typically Mm -hmm. go to the fan uh, Mm -hmm. in New York if it's something that they would be covering. Because I actually like uh, Beningo and uh, the other guy there. Um, and then my next choice would be, if I have to, Zolak and Bertrand. And then third on the list is Dalen Keefe. So the first two options were in commercial break. So I went to the Dalen Keefe, see what's happening with Robert Kraft. And I hear Dale say uh, that uh, certain things just shouldn't be joked about. Uh, and then that program led into this conversation. Asante Samuel is weighed in. Oh, boy. You want me to read that one? Ah, please. Okay. Asante Samuel said... Tell I me. can't hear it. You can't hear it? No. Oh, that but you, you can explain it to me. <laughs> okay. You know what? Play it for the people, and then um, and then I'll explain it to him. I'm sorry. Mr. Kraft to come kick it with me. I got this place called Tootsie's. He can, he can have whatever he likes. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, thanks, Asante. He's not alone. There's going to be a few other athletes, I think, uh, probably uh, tweeting about this a little well, bit. Well, I'll say this. There was a, there was a whole bunch of, of joke tweets going for a while there. And then as the human trafficking portion of this story started to come out, right. the jokes kind of dried up a little bit, yeah. as you can imagine, because there, there is no joking part of that, that end of this story. No. No, there, there isn't. But we'll see. I mean... It- <laughs> So it's a it's a fucking shame that you can't hear this. This kind of really ruins the entire thing. So basically, what it I'm is is I'm, uh, I'm, I'm listening to it. Oh, you are listening to it. Yeah, I just listened to it. He goes, he goes "What did he say?" Because I was I, I was uh, playing the live stream. I just turned it on in the background. He so said he reads the Asante Samuel tweet, and then obviously, if you know anything, if you if you can just if you've ever even been in a radio studio, you're mm-hmm. guessing. My, my guess would be that what happened is uh, Rich Keefe has probably the right instinct to read a funny tweet. Dale gives him just a look, which I'm Mm. sure Kirk got from John Dennis for several years. The finger wag. Yeah, right. He got it. He got a look. And then he literally, he apologizes. He says, sorry. And then there's a pause again. And Dale says, yeah, (sighs) thanks, Asante. And then there's, there's, and then from there, it's littered with just pauses and uncomfortable. Like, well, obviously we shouldn't joke about that. 
Yeah, yeah there's nothing funny, funny about it. it. He, yeah, I think he, he said, oh, well, as, as the news comes out, obviously we shouldn't be joking about blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude. It's like, like doesn't everyone know that? And it does, yeah. like, doesn't everyone know that there's nothing funny about sex trafficking or sexual assault or any any of that stuff? I think we all know that the acts aren't funny. Yes. But to be able it's, to make fun of the things around them, like to be able to hear about a sex trafficking story and take away from them that Robert Kraft at 77 was getting jerked off or his dick mm-hmm. sucked, to take that out of it means that you do understand the the seriousness of it mm-hmm. and you're able to turn that into something funny that takes away the pain from it takes away because otherwise we're all just gonna be fucking sad all the time the only things you make fun of are things that in some way hurt someone mm-hmm. someone if somewhere sa- if sam kennedy and then the activists and all the other people if they had their way already it would sound like mike greenberg and dale arnold so you know that's that's it and dale and keith and, and, and I, I give, you know what, I mean, I don't like Keith because he sounds like he's got marbles in his mouth and, and he's he, he has the dork podcast and his partner uh, has given me shit on the Minifan show on Twitter, so I'm not a big fan. But I think that Keith is brought down a little bit by Dale because I don't know what happened. Dale I've come to that used... conclusion very, very much so recently. Now, don't get me wrong, because, uh, you know, saying supporting Rich Keefe is almost like supporting, you know, fucking Jen Royal on Twitter. Like, people just jump at you. I don't think he's a good radio show. I think he's more suited for a toll booth worker, right? I think that's probably more his speed. Yeah. But I think that he is not – He Dale is just humorless. At some point, he yes. became – a humorless little butt boy. And it's it's such a – and I have to apologize for saying butt boy. I'm sorry about that. I Thank apologize. You. I didn't Thank want to you. offend anybody. As long as you um, apologize. But, but like, dude, Dale, it's insulting to the adults in the room that you even need to make that. Like, we're not fucking children. Obviously, we know that there's nothing funny about actual legitimate sexual assault. I think we can separate that to that it's funny, the image of this old, portly old man laying there on a table all oiled up getting his little his little wiener jerked off. That's fucking funny. We can separate the two. Like, we're not children, Dale. Don't insult me. Well, like Louis, when the Louis thing came out, when Louis set was released, illegally, by the way, um, mm-hmm. when Louis set was released, uh, there was a joke in there about uh, the kids from Parkland. And again, people want to say joking about school shootings isn't funny. Well, he wasn't technically joking about the school shooting, but that's a time for But anyways, one of the parents came out and said, like, I'd like to see Louie make that joke uh, in my living room. And I thought, well, mm. well, that would be odd, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be a sh- bizarre setting for stand-up comedy? <laughs> and to specifically joke about something that happened to that guy's kid? Wouldn't that be really weird? So obviously, there's a time and a place for certain jokes. <laughs> yeah, like 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 if, if Robert Kraft came into your living room and blew out an egg white, that would be that would be gross. But right. him in a little massage parlor next to you know yeah, Chuck E. Cheese and a, and a pawn shop yeah. in the middle of in the middle of Jupiter, Florida. That's funny. It's funny. And and if you're in radio and you can't find anything funny about that story. Then I just don't know what you're doing. Then you're you're. It's sad because you're not trying to be entertaining. What you're trying to do is have a show where you just talk for four hours, you just say words, and then you end and go home, and you don't mm. care about who's listening or what they think or what or or uh, you know the art that you're creating, quote unquote. But you just want to get done with the show and 
cash your check, I guess, because there's no other conclusion I can draw from that. If you say there's nothing funny about that, then there really means there's nothing entertaining about that, in my opinion. Little scared stoogie boy. Little stooge, take your stool, run off to Nesson, go do Bruins pregame. I have no use for you. Yeah. Little sad, pathetic little man. I, uh, as, uh, as Dave Chappelle said, everything is funny unless it's happening to you. Uh, but uh, I asked, I asked, uh, so like I said, the website. Uh, I, yeah, right. I told you, uh, I told you, re- I, I reached out to uh, Dana, intern Dana, mm-hmm. who will be a, a guest on the podcast eventually. Uh, Hell yeah, just that's going to be fantastic. At the same time. Yeah, I think that'll be good. We'll catch, you know, catch up on the Barstool days and what she's been up to since and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and her thoughts on Barstool now and some of the, uh, you know, the feminists' claims against them and everything. It'll, I think that'll be a good one. But uh, I also reached out to Rich Keefe, so I'm wait- awaiting response on that. Seems very unlikely, but my thought was, and I was honest with him, and I said, uh, you know, I've been critical of your show. I, I said, you- I'm sure you don't know who I am. I, I do a media podcast. Um, I've been critical of your show, but I think that'll make for some good discussion, and you can give some insight uh, as to you know your, your side of everything. Uh, so I'm awaiting a response on that. And uh, I don't think he's going to do it, but I think that'll be pretty interesting as well if he does. Here's her fun. Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Ha ha! Yeah, so why why didn't you talk about Kirk uh, on his last day? Oh, ha ha! I'm sorry. I was scared. I pooped my pants. I'm so sorry. I'll just be like uh, Charlie Brown. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm responding to him, but you can't understand what he's saying. Yeah, that's exactly what you need. I think that'd be fine. I think that'd be fine as long as because it's always hard when you're in the room with somebody to actually like go at them. You can research, you can like plan things and plan your jokes, but then when it actually comes time to confront somebody, it is tough. I mean, I experienced that yeah. with the, with the, with the Brian uh, Rigo DiGiamero guy, whatever the fuck his name is, that online troll. When we had him on the Wacka Troll edition, yeah. you know. It was weird. As much as I enjoyed it, it kind of got me off a little bit, like just shitting on him. I, it was weird just like I'm talking to a human being and I'm just belittling him so much. Yeah. Well, that's but the weird was, thing too fun. is like I like if I have him on, I'll probably realize that he's probably a nice guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like do I want to shit all over his fucking career? It's like, So that that will be tough, but I mean I think I'll have kind of fun doing it. So it'll, it'll be good. Now, mm-hmm. do you want to – get into the Bart Scott audio and what he said about the Robert Kraft thing, or should we just move on to the, have we pretty much covered all that and we want to move on to the next topic? What did he, Bart Scott, that, that idiot said that they should take away the whole drafting to cripple yeah. the organization. You want right? to a clip? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. And all play. right. Throw the uh, Bart Scott clip up. This is he Bart does Scott. Here. I mean, I obviously, we know that they're going to have to do some sort of draft picks and get all the investigation. I, I don't, I might take the entire draft from them. It has to be something that cripples the organization. <laughs> Because this is a black eye. You talk about conduct detrimental. I mean, what can be more detrimental than, than the owner to face? You can't, listen, money can't hurt him. I, I'm just having trouble trying to figure out. Take their what, entire draft. What they could do to him. Take their entire draft. He has to be suspended for at least a year. You start at a year. <laughs> I take their entire draft. I cripple the organization, and I put him on sabbatical. So, Bart Scott says you have to cripple the organization, which means because I can't think of another punishment that has crippled an organization. So that would mean this is the worst offense in NFL history. And then you think, well, Bart Scott's a low nut, but I heard Max Kellerman say the same thing. Take their entire draft for a year. Hmm. So Max Kellerman, the noted, the, the, the virulent wife abuser, the wife beater, 
Oh, is right. going to I always forget get, about that. Yeah, the guy the guy kicked the shit out of his wife and he's going to get on his sanctimonious high horse. This fucking puke, man. He makes me sick. And he's going to go out and, and and get mad at the guy because he just wants to get a little rub and tug action. Give me a break, dude. That's that's you're 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 pathetic in that case. You're 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 being literally you're a virtue signaling little stoogie boy. It's 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 ridiculous. And it's like I don't know Bart Scott's life. I don't know if he's ever been to a massage parlor, but has he ever been to a strip <laughs> club or a fuck? You know what I mean? Like anywhere where you pay for sexual favors. It's like I don't, how fucking how fucking hypocritical can you be? It's like that's there, that's got to be just for a reaction, right? Or just because no he hates way. the Patriots, I guess. Well, he hates the Patriots because he got his ass kicked by them his whole career. He also, there's no way that he hasn't paid for sex. Because, in fact, if you actually look at the media people on Twitter, it is kind of interesting. They're being very careful with this story. I think it's because a lot of them know that other people know about the secrets. There's a, there's a prominent media member, maybe prominent morning uh, former morning show host, not Kirk, uh, that uh, that has been curiously silent about this whole handjob situation. Ooh. So... Uh, you know, it's, it's a little bit interesting. So, um, oh, how did we not get into that aspect of it? <laughs> the pe- uh, people that were critical of uh, ninety-eight-five, because uh, so they. Oh uh, my god! I, you know, I'll tell. I'll give my boy uh, Christian Arcand credit because he was covering for the midday show, and when I turned him on, he was talking about it. But then I guess uh, someone alerted me that Felger and Maz were not addressing it. They were talking Celtics, and then I, when I turned it on. They were talking to NHL uh, uh, trade deadline. Yep. And it's because um, they said they couldn't trust the listeners, right? And, and they go, oh, we going to get to Kyrie. We going to get to Kyrie. Yeah. That, that's really what it was. Like, they, they, they segued so fast. Like, the pivot was a, was a pro radio move that they just they, – they, they said – What do you mean you they callers. couldn't trust the listeners? They, they said that management doesn't trust you guys to call in. Well, how about you don't take this. calls? That's the thing. So, but you can't they, do radio they, without taking a call for an hour. Like, what the well, fuck? They're, well, well, I, I, I think, think they could. I think they used that as an excuse. Yeah. I think they, they, they said they blamed the callers, which is a shitty thing to do. Like, the, the, the listeners are the lifeblood of your station. You're going to blame the callers, and then because you're being a little, you know, you're a little pussy and can't actually talk about the biggest show in all of Boston. But the, what, what angers me more than that, though, and I'm sure Mike, you would agree with this, is the victory laps from the idiots at WEI yeah. that, well, was so, that were fucking silent during the whole Kirkman thing. It's, it's the first win DEI has had in a while. But you mm-hmm. know what? The, my, I would say my biggest problem with the victory laps is not that they were taking them, because that's kind of what you do in radio. It's all bullshit back and forth fighting that isn't real yeah. uh, most of the time. But um, my biggest problem was that 98.5 did talk about they they acknowledge that robert Kraft was arrested for soliciting prostitution mm-hmm. they talk maybe not for four hours but i heard felger and maz discuss it and give an opinion on it now what i would have said if i was program director there is you can talk about it don't you know if i shouldn't say i would do this if i were in the position of a program director in this day and age that mm-hmm. is working for the patriot station i would say you know Maybe take the side of pro Robert Kraft. <laughs> try and try and do that as much as you can. Would be my advice. But they addressed it, whereas uh, it was almost like Kirk Minahan didn't exist on EEI when all, yeah. all that shit was happening. So I don't know what they were taking a victory lap for because ninety eight five at least addressed it, acknowledged that it was happening. They didn't make us think like 
am I crazy? Did I imagine that this happened? Like, what the fuck am I listening to? Yeah, everyone said we all hope Kirk will be back soon. That was the standard station response. And now they, you've got guys like 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 Reamer. You've got people like uh, like some of the the, the afternoon show. Uh, folks, I think like Christian, uh, and the only one I won't give shit for is Lou because I know, I just know that Lou behind the scenes had Kirk's back more than probably any other person at that station. Yeah, Lou, I like Lou was Lou. Lou was uh, you know the guy. That guy did a lot, from what I understand. So I won't give Lou shit for it because Lou, I think, does did care, but. I don't know. Like to me, it was just the height of hypocrisy. And and Kirk had talked about this a little bit. I think he tweeted about it when he said, you know, that uh, that it was that that Reamer. I think he brought up Reamer, where yeah, Reamer that. was instructed. It was the biggest story in Boston, and Reamer just has to read the press release and then can't take calls, can't talk about it. Yeah. And you know, I think he ended the move on. He moved on to like Red Sox. Like like uh, I think he moved. I think he moved on to Sox after that, or or, or maybe it was yeah. Celtics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. And and and. Um, you know, and Kirk says this a lot too, but what I would have done in that situation is talk about the Kirkman hand thing, and that's why I'm not on WEI. So, I mean, maybe it's the right thing to do, but I always think there's a way to finesse around it mm-hmm. where you're talking about it without necessarily talking about it or talking about it in a way that won't get you in a world of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think it, it, just completely not acknowledging it and pretending it didn't happen is so odd to me. Like, that instinct is so strange to me. Well, um, let's be fair, though. You're not on WEI because you didn't gargle the grape nuts of the program director. That's really what it is, right. is, is that you, you you didn't kiss the ring. You have no loyalty, I think is what he said, right? Yes. Yeah, I had no I'm, – I'm loyal to the, the wrong people. That's right. Um, yeah. But it's like, you know, it, there's a weird thing where if I, if I was less entertaining because um, Christian Arcan – who liked me at Barstool, which is why he put me on the air uh, mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Um, he just knew me from Barstool. So he put me on the air because he liked me from Barstool. Uh, Rob Bradford gave me a podcast because he knew who I was from Barstool. So they didn't know my real personality. So I could have faked my way onto the air by just doing exactly what they told me. But I just thought it, that was such a boring podcast. And I think, you know, if you look at the ratings now, the evidence is that I was probably right to do what I did. Um, mm-hmm. But if we uh, we can delve into uh, this Martina Navratilova thing very quickly, because that kind of, uh, you know, go, goes along speaking the same of transitions, lines. Speaking of transitions, let's Ooh, transition very to well this. Very well done. It's a radio pro, man. Yes, I like it. You. That's why you're number 63 or whatever. <laughs> 67. Uh, 67, I'm sorry. You'll get there. Uh, so Martina Navratilova said... I don't have the quote in front of me, but basically said that it's insane. Where, where, cheating. Where, have I, is cheating. where have I heard this before? It's insane and it's cheating to yep. have um, boys that have transitioned. Uh, how do identify. I say? They identify. Okay. They're biological boys that males. identify as girls. Right? Biological you're, males. You're born male. Girls. They're not boys, but they're born with a penis, but they identify as a girl. Am I saying that correctly? I don't know the... The yeah, correct I way mean, to say it, yeah. whatever it is, so, so that uh, uh, old Bobby doesn't come after me. Um, You're going to get some emails. I'm sure. Uh, so you know what I'm trying to say. One becoming yeah. the other is competing in a, you know, track and field, or I guess it really you know, can go for any sport uh, mm-hmm. in high school. And uh, boys that have transitioned to girls are beating um, cisgendered girls. 
and Correct. Martina Navratilova equated this to cheating, um, which I would say is, it, let me say, it's an opinion. Whether it's mm-hmm. right or wrong, it's an opinion that she gave. Uh, mm-hmm. As a member of the LGBT, LGBT, I almost did the fucking Curtis thing, not even on purpose, LGBT, LGBT community, uh, as a member of that group, she was dropped, which I guess that means uh, they don't acknowledge her as a member of that group anymore. It's literally when we, you know, people on uh, you're in my side of this argument say it's they, they, they eat their own alive. This is literally yes. denouncing a member of their group and just dropping hero, them like they never the existed. She was, I mean, she's a lesbian, I believe, and she's also, right. you know, she's been a hero in the LGBTQ or the LGBB community, um, you know. And, and, and that's all because, gone because she has one opinion on something. Yeah, so she has an opinion that's contra to what the mob mentality is, and she's banned for life, really, because of that opinion. And here's the thing. I believe it's it's now um, the number one ranked NCAA, I want to say, prospect, prospect in, in America, America for, for females in track and field is a, is a, is a trans, trans woman, woman, right? Um, so, so the, the argument, argument that it, there's not, not a biological advantage, advantage I, think, I think now, again, you can do whatever you want. I have nothing against that. that. If, if you want to, if, if you identify as a, if, if that's, that's a hard thing to do. I completely understand that. So that's that's got to be a really shitty situation and to feel like you're born in the wrong body. I have a lot of empathy for that. But we're talking about competitive sports. And it, you can't change the fact that unless you've been on hormone replacement therapy and, and testosterone blockers since you were a little kid, genetically, your testosterone is going to raise your level of muscle density, you're going to have higher bone density, and you're going to have a competitive advantage against female athletes, biological female athletes. It's just, it's just science. The number one and the number two women, in, I, I believe, uh, female track and field uh, in that story that she was talking about, finished first and second place were you know, trans women that had transitioned from male to female. And I think one of the quotes, if you read, there's a great story, I think Jerry and Kirk retweeted it. One of the quotes from one of the other girls who was in third place, who realistically should have got first place if, if it was a fair system, she said that it's not even a question who's going to win, and that just is very demoralizing. So that was, I'm not paraphrasing, but it was something to that extent. Yeah. And, that and that kind of sucks, right? Because it, it's, 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 you know, it's like, you know, and that's not to say that there aren't some women that could, biological women that could beat them, but it's, you know, whoever, it's, it's Olympic. We're talking about high school athletes, maybe an Olympic sprinter um, or a college, you know, for, you know, D1 sprinter could beat these high school sprinters. But in terms of the competition of their peers, there's there's none right now, and it's 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 hard for those girls. I, I, I you know again, I'm not taking anything away from the trans their their experience. I know that that's got to be a tough experience, but we have to figure out a way to delineate and make it a fair competition because biologically, unless you want to throw science out the window, there it's not a fair it's not a fair competition. Well, so I stopped caring about high school sports. Somewhere around the summer of my freshman year of college. So I really don't give a fuck who wins the trophy in any high school. I do Mm -hmm. not care. But my argument would be for this, what is the reason you have boys and girls sports? If we're going to live in a world where boys and girls are exactly the same, then let them all compete with each other. Don't have... Boys and girls basketball, let girls try out for the football team and the baseball team, get rid of softball, get rid of all the the gendered sports and let them all compete with each other and see who makes the team. Or you can keep having, you can admit 
that there are biological differences between genders, between physic physically, the way people are made up, there is a biological difference. That's not me. I didn't create that. I'm not a scientist. I'm just going off what I'm told. Mm-hmm. That people are different, and you can have boys and girls sports, and the people who are biologically boys play the boys' sports, and girls play the girls' sports. It doesn't seem like like a political issue to me, really. No, no, you're it right. It's like a and science issue. It is. And, 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 the, and the trouble with, with science, because you have all these science deniers. Like, I think there was a, somebody retweeted a tweet that was, it was, it was insanity. I think it was saying if... You know, if a, if a, if a, if you identify as a female and have a penis, your penis is biologically female. Yeah, that was that was a real tweet, and it's like, okay, we're just gonna throw we're we're gonna throw all science out, out the window, right? Um, and, and somebody came back with a great a great comeback, and I think they said something like, okay, well then then if we're gonna throw that out the window, then you shouldn't let biological males not have a say in the abortion debate. Right? right, you could have it one way or the other. But somebody did. Uh, there's a great Twitter thread. I believe it was from um, it was Doctor Fond of Beatles. I don't know who that is, but they have a lot of followers. Ben Shapiro retweeted it, and, and they actually came up with numbers. And the numbers they came up for were that uh, Elaine Thompson, who's a Jamaican, who's the current female hundred meter dash Olympic champion, would rank in mixed competition against men one thousand eight hundred seventy seventh place. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, this is we're talking about you want to be defeat, uh, you know, sexism and, and misogyny. I mean, look, at you got you got men that are out there that are better women than women, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also it's not sexist to say that physically men and women are made up differently. You know what it I mean? It depends who you ask. I, I know. But well, OK, so you this. take take that and take any of these people who say it's uh, sexist or transphobic or whatever the term you want to throw at me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know, bigoted to think that boys are different from girls. Those people, without a shadow of a doubt, I have no uh, lack of confidence in saying this. Every one of those people would talk, to a, uh, talk about a religious person. If you say, oh, this person, you know, believes in God and believes the earth is however many years old. And say, um, how about a little science? Please, how about you check science, or if you bring up global warming, they'll say, oh yeah, all these scientists are just wrong. Mm-hmm. Nope, they're not. They're probably right about global warming, and they're probably right about what makes up human beings. Mm-hmm. So trust the scientists that you implicitly trust, or say that everyone is whatever they want to be, and don't shit on religion, don't shit on people that bash global warming or any of that shit because we live in a fantasy world where facts aren't relevant. And the, the, but the trouble with this with this whole trans issue is that there's not really a great solution to come to without excluding somebody, right? If your if your thing is that whatever your natural born by bio, you know biological uh, you know gender is, then you run into issues of you know, you know what, what if, if you, you have, have a a a, uh, a, a male, male athlete. athlete that was that was born, you know, male, and uh, and now is taking, you know, estrogen, and now they can't they can't compete in the same level as boys because they don't have as much testosterone, right? right? Or or vice versa, you have a biological female 
who is now, um, you know, is now identifies as a man. And this actually happened in Texas. And this is where the issue gets more complicated. In Texas, and I think Kirk and Callahan talked about this, there was a girl, she's a biological female, but Texas has a rule that you have to compete with your gender of birth. But because she is trans, she's trans, so now it's a he, um, because he's trans, um, he's taking testosterone in, in high school. But um, this person, because the, because he's biologically female, has to wrestle against girls. So basically, you got a girl, a biological female, identifies as a male, taking steroids, wrestling against girls. Yeah. That's not a great solution either. Yes, right. that person still they were born female, and now they're wrestling against other females, but they're taking steroids. So that's right. not a good solution either. Well, there's a, people have to learn that there's a lot of shit that ain't fair. Yeah, you know, and it's not fair quote unquote that i i grew up loving baseball and never had a chance of playing it mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's not fair Just that my brother ball. was a star athlete and i mm-hmm. grew up to get hit in the face with wallets that's not mm-hmm. fair but just you got to deal with some shit you yeah. know what i mean like i didn't get to be on the baseball team because i can't fucking see you know what i mean like if you were not able to make the baseball team because of your genetic makeup or whatever, and it doesn't provide you the skills. It's not everyone's fault. It just is a thing that sucks that you have yeah. to deal with in life. And we've, we've created this world where it, no, 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 nothing's your fault. It's everyone else's around you who doesn't see that life should be fair for just you. Hmm. And I guess that's my problem with it is like a lot of people live lives that aren't fair but because it's not the hot political issue of the day, no one yells and screams about it. And no one fucking uh, attacks advertisers because they gave an opinion on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. And I think you've got – you're actually in a position to speak for it because you, you've, you've experienced what that's like to, to not be able to compete on the same field as everybody else. So. Yeah. Well, and we you also through, had what? We made it you had a big dis- TV. <laughs> yeah, right. We made it through the discussion. Do you think uh, Blindside Ponds is at risk of uh, losing all our advertisers now? Mm. I'm just getting emails right now, actually. Oh boy! Um, yeah, cut that. Same. Cut this all out, Jimmy. Cut it. Cut yeah. everything. I just got an email. We'll just from... leave the Dale. We'll leave the Dale and Keith audio in, and then that'll be it. Yeah, it's it's not good. You know, uh, Joey Zambrano just emailed me saying he's not going to be my source anymore if I keep talking about this. Oh boy! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Joey's not my source. Don't, don't say. Sure, no, sure. Let's not sure. start. Let's not start that rumor. You know, fuck Zambrano, that rat. All right, you want to uh, you want to do some questions? Oh, yes. I, I definitely want to do questions. All right. Let's uh, fire her up, James. Did you still want to get into the Steve from Providence? Yeah, let's start with that. All right. So he had a, about a five-paragraph essay. Um, <laughs> okay. So he says, why the push to add the Minifan show to your lineup? Is it because of their ratings? Do you or- want to do this one by one? Or like, you know what I mean? Like break it up into chunks? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do that. Okay, so why the push to add the Minifan show to your lineup, and is it because of their ratings, or are you a fan? Okay, so first of all, I guess I'll explain something to Steve, is that we don't do radio, so you got you guys, nor I, have ratings. We are, um, we are the 67th ranked rated podcast. Okay, I get if that's if that if that's what he's talking about then I guess. I think he's I think he's talking about downloads. Like I mean, we if we get like 10,000 downloads an episode or if we yeah. get 5,000 I mean, I figured that's what he's talking thing. about, but Yeah. Um so I sent you a screenshot. I don't know if you have that up, but it's 
of the first conversation I ever had with uh, drunk Eric Curtis that, oh, yeah? I, that I initiated. Mm. Uh, do you have that up by any chance? I have it uh, here. What's, I think what's the said... date on that? It's time stamps uh, 12, 13, 2018. Okay, and what did I say? You said, like the idea of a fan roundtable, um, let me know if you need any help. Okay, and when did you guys start your podcast? Oh, I don't know. I think we started it in November. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I see son what of you're a trying bitch. to do here. You son of a bitch. To... Listen, listen. You started in like... January. You started <laughs> a month fair. later. I was ahead of the curve. To be fair, so you, so even if you, even if you incepted the initial idea in drunk Eric Curtis's head, it's still, you know, it's still our little, our little baby. It's oh still, no no you know, I'm not, no no no. He, he tweeted it. about the idea, and that's when I, I'm not saying it was my idea. I'm saying yeah. I messaged him a month before you guys started and said like, hey, I so like this idea. If you need any help, before this mm-hmm. network existed, I said if yeah. you need any help, I'm down. That's right. That's right. And I mean, also, yeah, so I, I see that now, to be fair, in, in this, uh, this little Twitter thing, I, I can't see what's above it. So I can't see the context. So you may have sent this out of context, Mike. I'm not 100%. Oh, I did. That's the first message I ever sent him. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't really, I don't think that you're having us on because of that. I think that, because I think that some, you're genuinely interested in the Kirk situation. I think Steve knows that too. I think he's just busting balls yeah. with, with that first one. Yeah, because I think Steve knows that you're genuinely like you were. You were on the first Minifan show with him. Yeah. So I think he knows that. And hey, also, let's be let's be real honest with you guys. You're mm-hmm. not fucking Bill Burr, all right? Let's yeah. not get ahead of ourselves here. Like, let's that's not right. get fucking crazy. You're doing very well, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm not. I'm not uh, capturing a, a young give, give Joe some... Rogan here. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> DEC's gonna be so upset. He, I mean, G, drunk Eric Curtis. He's he's an he's an actual legit radio talent. He's you know, very I, good. I, I've said that the whole time. I, I like him yes. a lot. I bring the show down. Is is what happens? I don't. I, mean, I don't he, agree he, with that. Don't be. Don't be so hard. <laughs> we're a positive. At, we're a safe space here at Blindside. Pods. Uh, okay, I, I see. All right. What else? What, what, what else, else did he say, say Jim? Uh, what is the plan for your show after Joey Z talk is used up and if Kirk goes in a different direction? This is what bothered me. Because this is a thing you say if you just don't like me and don't like the show. Which, as far as I know, Steve likes the show. But this is just a thing like, I mean, I, I haven't talked about Zambrano today. And I have, I've I brought up Kirk only as a reference because of who I have on, who I'm talking to. So that's, that's fucking annoying when people are like, that's all you talk about. You wouldn't have, you, if it wasn't for Kirk, you wouldn't be anything. I, I, I was what I am before I before kirk now what i am now and what i was then isn't much but i was always a guy with a few thousand twitter followers that had a few dumb listens on a podcast so Mm -hmm. what i would do is keep talking about the shit i usually talk about uh maybe there wouldn't be as much kirk shit to talk about and it's also a little hypocritical what are you guys going to talk about if the kirk thing dries up What's the Minifan show going to talk about? <laughs> it's the, so it's the, min, it's the Minifan show. So we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to go back to our little place of – I think we'll probably just play old clips of, of Kirk and just dissect them segment by segment. Just the old Kirk, Kirk and Callahan. Just play the Kirk and Callahan show and don't even talk. Just until... You know, a big part of our YouTube channel that we just launched, by the way, guys, if you go, if you go to YouTube and look up at Minifan show, is uh, you'll see that we, we actually have repurposed a lot of old clips from the Kirk and Callahan show. So we're trying to be the central hub of all your – Kirk Minahan and, oh, uh, and former Kirk and Callahan uh, YouTube watching because there really isn't enough. In fact, if you look up some stuff online, you'll see actually videos.
videos posted by the activists that take Kirk out of context to try and make him look racist. Oh, so just to be aware that I'll I'll send it to you later. Yeah, I you guys are doing a great it. job with that shit. You're very, you're you're a fucking madman with investigating that stuff. It's unbelievable. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get. I mean, there's there's more stuff. Believe me, but I don't know if I can say it on the air. I think there are questions about it um coming up i don't know oh, if we're okay. gonna get to that one but i think there's there speaking of investigations there are some questions on that what else did what else mm, what else is steve say <laughs> how many episodes is on tap slated <laughs> for what have the listeners said and what are the ratings look like uh unlimited you know i mean until until the model of this website changes he can do it as long as he wants. and again if fucking no one listens after however many episodes probably not going to want to keep doing it or going to want to change what he does, whatever. But, I, you know, unlimited is the answer. Um, what have, what have, what's, what's been the feedback? Uh, yeah. I've only really heard from Steve. <laughs> and so, oh. so not good. Not good has, has the feedback been. But I haven't uh, heard from a lot of people. I, again, I don't know how many people even listened. Um, so, so, Mike, I think you're being a little disingenuous on the feedback. What's that? I, I know that Reddit does not like you oh reddit despises me reddit i don't know what I, I don't i don't get it because like you're a nice guy why are you so hated by the barstool reddit so i think it's because i i only go i don't use reddit like i don't look up stories on there or anything yeah. i i my reddit account is strictly to um post the podcast in places i think might hopefully be interested in it yeah that's the idea so say like if i talk about barstool or whatever I'll post on the barstool Reddit, and uh-huh. I I don't now I if I ever do that I don't read like the comments on it, but uh-huh. I did just because why why do that to myself? But I did at the beginning, and it was all like, fuck this fucking guy, <laughs> and I think yeah. I that I think that came from a place of like maybe that's not how you're supposed to use Reddit. That's what I got. Like the the vibe I got was you're not supposed to use Reddit for like self promotion, and yeah. I think they seem to take that very seriously. Yeah, they they were they were brutal with you, but I mean, I think that so which is odd because that's the only place, both in the barstool comment section, surprisingly, and mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter from my first day till now, uh, stoolies have always been like overwhelmingly positive to me, which is yeah. bizarre. Your 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 best show, by the way, was the one when you laid well. Other than my first appearance, which is by far your best show, um, was was when you laid out that great story about Zambrano and 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 you really like that you could sense like the rage as you went through it. It was it was fantastic. <laughs> as far as Steve goes, I think that Steve, I know that Steve likes you. Yeah. I don't. I think that I think that he you know. So I don't think that he's coming at you personally. Um, I think that his views on on tap though I think are hilarious. I think oh, like, yeah, that sure. is where yes, yes. he's being funny. Yeah, and that that I have no problem with. I just didn't know how I got. I mean, I guess I know how I got roped into it, but it, it was almost like he thinks okay. I gave him a script to go on. <laughs> and yeah, said, you got to think, think about, think about Mutt, think about how Mutt feels when he calls up and says that, you know, that, 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 that Carter's favorite game is don't yeah. wake daddy. You know, like, I mean, come on. Well, <laughs> you know, I don't like that. I'm the Mutt of this analogy, but I understand what you mean. Dude, Mutt is a great character. You need to have that identity. I know. Like, I love Mutt. Like. I, in fact, I want Steve. I would love nothing more than for Steve to roast me. I, that would be that'd be great. I, lo- I I love that. So, yeah. but yeah, you don't have to be the mutt though. You can be. You can be. Uh, I don't know who we could pick you as. There's not a lot to choose from there. Uh, I think you're blind, Mike. Though you're already solidified as a personality. You're Thank blind, you. Mike. Thank you. Yeah, you've already got your thing. Did Steve have anything else, or are we moving on to uh, someone else? Uh, he wants to know how our show is doing. Trash talk. Is it keeping up with how it was on EEI? Oh, better than what it was on EEI, for sure. 
a lot of that is because people, and you know, thank all you guys, you, you specifically, uh, John, and everyone mm-hmm. else that you know follows me on Twitter and all that, have been very supportive, and I think got behind me because they kind of saw uh, a pattern in what was going on there. So I think people mm-hmm. kind of rallied behind me when I started my own thing. Um, so people have been very supportive, and I would say um, there's been significantly more uh, response to the show and things like that. Part of that might also be because um, now I'm able to promote it on YouTube, and it wasn't it wasn't even on like Stitcher or any of that shit before. So it's on more platforms, so more people are able to get it um, and hopefully be you know turned onto it. I guess uh, so. Doing 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 well, I would say right about it, where I hope to be at this point. And- and I will say that, I mean, I'm always on team blind Mike because I know that, and I know, you know, that since the beginning, and I mean the very beginning, you were on board with supporting Kirk since yeah. the, like, we're talking like the very beginning. Yeah. So you've always been team Kirk. So as a, as a proud, uh, hashtag Minifan or team Minifan, uh, I, 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 uh, I, I, so I co-sign that. I am though. I, I'm all for the ball busting though. I love that. Oh he's yeah. I don't mind that. Well, what I said to him, I, I DM'd him a little because I was just like, where, What's happening here? <laughs> um, he, he's he's busting your balls, and that and that's essentially what he said. And I was like, oh oh, I go I go please, I I don't mind criticism. In fact, I encourage it sometimes. Mm-hmm. I just thought it came from a place of like, he's you guys off. shouldn't join my network because I'm some tyrant ruler. And I was like, I don't get where the, <laughs> I don't get where the fuck this is coming from. Um, unless unless he took our conversation seriously, the one that I tweeted that's out because he responded said, to that where you said, uh, "Oh, Mike's the boss now, so this is how he talks to me." And I was like, <laughs> "That was obviously fucking around." <laughs> no, everybody, I'm serious. He's a he's a I, this guy. You talk about mean human man. trafficking. Yeah, I'm being I'm being I'm a I'm a human trafficked uh, podcaster at this point. Uh, we can't make jokes about that. I think your job now is to look at me like Dale would look at me oh. and say that that's not funny. Oh, we can't make oh, jokes, John. Ooh. <laughs> That's never, yeah. never appropriate. You know, jokes about human trafficking are actually very offensive to victims. Indeedly do. Uh, next question, Jimmy. <laughs> All right, this one's from R.I. Minahan. What's the craziest yeah. craft take you've heard from a person with a blue check mark? It's got to be Bart Scott, right? There's uh, there there's some bad ones. I mean, there is uh, – wasn't there one the, – the one from uh, Linda – or not Linda – Tara Sullivan. Tara Sullivan. That was especially just how can how can I ever look at sports again? <laughs> it, it just goes to show that we really don't know the people who sign the checks. No shit. Sherlock. Well, what I said was like, she she's right. She is right. We never know the people signing the checks. But I have a pretty good idea that they all like getting their pricks tucked. That I'm pretty confident. Blue checkbook. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I get maybe Tara Sullivan, maybe Bart Scott. Those are pro- those are the top two that I've seen, anyways. Yeah, I mean that's I don't really care. I, I I I deliberately try to avoid those people, other unless I'm just making fun of them. But I mean, the narrative is really it's it's out of control. Yeah. Um. What else we got, Jimbo? All right, this one's from Kevin Smith. Should we be the wor- Kevin Smith? The Kevin Smith. Should we be worried that Kirk's Radio.com show is going to get delayed forever? I am afraid that the total lack of publicity and PR support that he has received from the from them point to a kangaroo court. Please tell me that I'm wrong. Well, you guys on the latest uh, Minifan show broke some news that would suggest it's right around the corner, right? Well, I mean, to be fair, I can't say 100% that the March 4th date is going to happen. I'm hopeful. I, again, I, uh, I, 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 I would say 
that it's seems impossible because it's less than a week away. Yeah. Now, unless there's some stuff we don't know. Well, I right? mean, you need more time just to promote it. Even. Uh, if I know Kirk, though, I think he's just going to say, fuck it. He's going to go in. He's going to turn it on. He's going to tweet yeah. out the link. Look at how he promotes his podcast. I mean, myself and 617 Report have basically been his producers. <laughs> right. He literally, like, because we're always on Twitter, he'll tweet out the podcast. Or he won't even tweet out the podcast. You guys do, like, yeah. We will tweet retweets. out the podcast and then he'll retweet us. Like, so I literally, like, he, that's just his style. I wouldn't put it past him that he would just start and just say, fuck it. I don't even have, you know, I'm just going to just start on March 4th and not do any promotion and see what happens from there. I, again, I'm not holding my breath. If I had to guess, um, and, and there, uh, there were some things that I heard, I, I wasn't able to verify 100%. So I didn't, uh, it didn't, we didn't talk about them on the, on the podcast, but, I would say that you know he's very very close. If he hasn't already, he's very close to hiring a producer. Yeah. Um, well, and, yeah. That's, uh, so that's that's why I was gonna say I, I don't think so because I heard from a couple people that interviewed uh, as producers that there's Paul been, Chartier. No, he wasn't one of them. Okay. Uh, but did did he interview? Do you know? I like Paul. I don't know. I, I like Paul. He's gonna be the guest in our next Minifan show. Oh, okay. I like. I'm a big. I'm a big Paul guy. So um, um, Tony Mike says hello. Who but, who uh, do you know they interviewed, or, or can you not say? No, I'd rather not say just because I, I don't think anyone would know them. You know what I mean? I don't want to bring their names into it for no reason. Mm. Um, uh, so, but they've received radio silence, which I think they would get some sort of, you didn't get it. And also, I've gotten kind of radio silence, which I'm hoping because I was talked to in a different manner. It wasn't an interview. It was like a, a personal phone call. Yeah. Um, then I would at least be told you didn't get it or whatever. So that's why I'm thinking maybe they haven't hired people. I really don't know. Um, but I'm hoping to hear more about that shit. And also, I guess I, people think I'm pro- applying for the producer, which I'm not. I'm applying no. for a different role. Yes, a, di- a, di- a different role. I think you're going to do very well with that. Um, if, if I get, if, it, get if it, if I didn't blow my chance. No, you didn't blow your chance. Can you're we, fine. can we clear up what, uh, what happened? Should we talk sure, about it or no? Sure. Let's clearly yeah, – we can talk about so, it. We're, we're open here. We're not going to be governed by fear. We can talk about it. So last week I tweet. someone asked me on Twitter um, has – what was the – oh, oh. When is WEI going to, uh, you know, bite the bullet and invite Kirk back? And I tweeted, have they already? Thinking emoji. Because I like to be a little, you know, a little saucy on Twitter. People think, oh, what's this wacky guy saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I talked to you about it mm-hmm. and I was under the impression that what I was told, I wasn't told a hundred percent that anything happened in that, uh, field, but I was told that, ah, you know, you you kind of know what you're doing. So you can, you know how to dance around this if you bring it up mm-hmm. and maybe I misinterpreted that so maybe i gave some misinformation because i was under the impression i was allowed to say what i said and yeah i don't know if i'm making any sense because i'm still dancing around shit oh no i know exactly what you're saying yeah okay so so i know exactly what you're saying basically basically what he's saying is that you know a prominent individual said something to him and he or not a prominent individual said something to him that he interpreted in a way that maybe was not supposed to be out there was supposed to be out there i took it as Go ahead and say this at your leisure. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think that was the case. <laughs> yeah, and 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 uh, and so uh, we we definitely walked it back. But here here's the here's the thing. 
And I think that it was also interpreted by some people that Kirk wanted back. And that was the thing. So, so yeah, what, that's not first, what I meant at all. And, that, and that's not what Mike meant at all. I mean, what, what, what you said, Mike, was that there's a possibility that WEI already reached back out and that Kirk said, you know, you know go pound sand. Fuck right. you. I don't want anything to do with you. I don't know if that happened. I, do I'm, I, ass- sure. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that it. it, it the, based on what I was told, I was assumed that it did not happen. Right. But again, Kirk. I, Kirk has made it clear that 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 door is closed. He wants right. nothing to do with uh, with WEI anymore. And and I don't blame. Him. Who can blame him for that? Right. Why would exactly. he want to go back there if Radio.com is going to be this whole new thing? Um, so we'll see, man. We'll see what's going to happen. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, what else we got there, sir? All right, this one's from Corporate Callahan. Can we start a GoFundMe to buy the Boston Globe and shut it down? <laughs> I feel like that'd be more. I feel like Kirk would get a lot more funding than I would if he if he started that GoFundMe. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely throw a few bucks in the ring. Yeah, I, I like this um this one from uh, this Andy guy about the Shaughnessy. And want to bring that up? Yeah, what did he what did he mean by that? Um, he said, and this was at uh, Andy. V M N E etc. I have no idea. He's just got a picture of mayonnaise on yeah. his a long Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. He's got to do work on that handle, but I do love the guy. He's a big fan. Yeah. Um, he said, "Can you give us the scoop on Shaughnessy already?" Sheesh. What What is he referring to? So he's referring to a, a small group known as uh, BJBSJ, oh, which is these, a these fucking people. Why Why do a, I hear? So who Who are these people? <laughs> So there's there's uh, what there's Craig Bernard the bounty hunter uh, there's displaced Bostonian. I don't uh, dislike them. I just don't know what their deal is. I they're don't know who they, they are. they're they're the they're the BSJ parody account, right? So basically they're they hate um, what was it Greg Bernard uh, Greg Bernard's. Uh, yeah. I can't imagine he's, feeling he's, any emotion about that guy. He's just such a bore. He's a, he's a, he's a load, yeah. also. He's an idiot. He comes on, nobody watches more film than Bedard. Like, fuck, oh, God. God. He's such a hardo. He is the most hardo of hardos when it comes to his Patriot takes. But so these guys, they're actually really smart guys, and they started their own Twitter, and I got into huge beef with them, but we've since uh, squashed it. But they started their own, their own uh, online website called uh, BJBSJ, and they do all sorts of great Boston media satire. Like they do cartoons uh, of like Big Jim Murray blocking everybody on Twitter, which he has done. He's literally blocked half of Twitter. Um, there and, mu- and so there must be a thing because when I tweeted out trying to get uh, Big Jim Murray on the show, which apparently he's not allowed to do. I guess ninety eight five people aren't allowed to come on here, according to him. They're not. They're not allowed to come on podcasts that are not affiliated with WEI. Uh, what? That's what I've been told. Yeah. By him, yeah. Which so he, I believe him because a, a he said yes. Well, he said yes originally. Okay, and then came back to me and said no. He, he must so still I think you're know. affiliated. With, he's got to think you're affiliated with the EI. Does he know that you are? You're doing. No, your I own. said now that I'm not. So what I said is now that I'm not not on EI. You think I can get you on? And he said, yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. And then mm-hmm. a couple weeks later, he got back to me and said, I guess it is a problem. So I'm inclined okay. to believe him only because of the context of it. So they're paying attention then. They know. I mean, and WEI is paying attention to us too. I mean, they, that's they, there's no there's no denying that. They actually have copied. We did the strip. This is this is something that's true. You want to say that we're not Joe Rogan. That's fine. But <laughs> we started the strip club reviews before uh, oh, yeah. my and Callahan did. That I is would a, say that you, is a fact. Uh, th- this show and your show are both bigger than anything on 
WEI podcast. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we we out in terms of the the ratings, we outrate every WEI show. When we drop an episode, we we go higher in, in the in the rankings in right. the in the sports and recreation than than every WEI podcast. But that's beyond the point. So BS BS BJ BSJ, they they're the ones that initially broke the rating story. Um, and I do have the final ratings numbers. Um, if you want them, if you, I, I, they they still haven't released the piece, so I guess I'll take this opportunity to steal their thunder and release it. Okay. So breaking news, guys, I have the January book. These are the real numbers. I can vouch for them. I can guarantee that these are the real actual numbers for the January book. The January book. Um, for uh, for ninety eight five, the morning show did a twelve point two, for which is which is great. They they yeah, they kicked ass. The uh, Mutton Callahan show did an eight point three for the January book. Yeah. So eight eight point three, which is not terrible. I mean, no, an eight for a morning show is not terrible. But not they was, got but it's fine. they got smoked. They got smoked. But I mean, twelve point two. That's that kicks ass. And then the numbers are a little skewed because of um, because of the them being at the Super Bowl. Like a lot of the Super Bowl week is factored in. But the um, the afternoon show got demolished. Listen to this. Oh. The ap- the afternoon show OMF did a six point eight. And uh, the the afternoon show on WEI did I'm uh, not not WEI ninety eight ninety eight five on the Sports Hub, um, they did a fifteen point one, almost tripling, <laughs> almost tripling. Oh, they 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 lapped um, OMF. It's it's a sad state of affairs. OMF the OMF experiment in the afternoon has unfortunately because I like the guys has been someone ga- someone gave me a lot of shit last week because I talked about those ratings and I said I like. OMF, so I would give them a little more of a chance. Are mm-hmm. people really not liking them? I haven't listened much, to be honest. Um, but, I, I mean, when I've listened, I think they're a decent show. I think they're definitely better than the midday show. Um, but are people really, like, disliking them? I, I, I don't know if people are disliking or is it just them. Or they're so used to listening to Felger and Matt's. I think it's just, you know, to be honest, I think Dale and Keefe were doing better in the afternoons than OMF is. Which is and that's that, which is bizarre to me. I, I you know, I, I think it might have to do with Ordway. I think that people might tune out Ordway. Be sick of them, yeah. Pe- people on Twitter hate Ordway. I mean, people that you know, uh, we gonna get to Kyrie. We gonna get to Kyrie. <laughs> that people people hate hate him. I love um, Ordway just because I grew up listening to him. But yeah, I guess I can see that. Yeah, but anyway, so the BJBSJ guys also hate Shaughnessy to circle everything back. Okay, and um, they hate Shaughnessy, and they have um, they put out an article saying soon, and it said something like hashtag Me Too. Now, again, I I am not saying that this is actually I'm not implicating in any way Shaughnessy. Don't get mad at me. I'm just reporting what's on Twitter. So uh, they put out an article and just said it was a picture of Shaughnessy that nobody else has. It's a selfie of him at a bar, apparently. And he looks. It's the most. Mike, have you seen it? No. It's the most. It's the most. I'll send it to you. It's the most horrifying picture you're ever going to see. It's the stuff <laughs> of nightmares. It's this guy. He's got. He's got. He's got. You know, his 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 pubic hair on his head, just like standing. He's got. He's got these. His eyes. His pupils are so dilated. He looks like like a demon. And Is he's it got worse his, than Kirk's old Twitter avatar of him? It's. It's. Yes. It's. It, believe me. It's horrifying. It's something wow. that you'll never unsee. <laughs> it's got that picture, and apparently it's him at a bar, and it just says "Me too." Hashtag me too, and then at the bottom it just says soon. Period. So that's that's the rumor. I don't know what they have. I have heard stories uh, about him at a hotel in Cleveland with a bathrobe. Uh, mm. That's all. I, that's all I know. I don't know anything beyond that. So, but I have heard those stories. Also, the FBI is commenting on our on our live stream right now. Did you see that? No. 
the FBI commented on our live stream and they said uh, the FBI and it says mention message redacted. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it means we're fucked, dude. I guess we'll look into that later. <laughs> <laughs> the mission's been compromised, my friend. Oh boy, it's what are they? It's like when people name. I think somebody's fucking with us. It's what like when people name their Wi-Fi uh, FBI surveillance. Ah, very yeah. clever. Very clever. Yeah. These people online. Um, so that's the Shaughnessy news, uh, mayonnaise, okay. uh, Andy. That's the that's the that's the. Well, Shaughnessy when it comes news. out, I'll comment on it. I'd like to hear more about it if there's any uh, truth to it. I guess. Is Not there uh, is there anything else? We've run pretty damn long here. Is there anything else good before we uh, get out of here? Um, uh, Blokespot had one. Okay. He said, uh, with the new podcast additions to Blindside Pods, I'd say this thing is shaping up very well. What other types of podcasts, columnists, et cetera, are you interested in bringing on board, and what's the process of getting it on? Uh, the process of getting it on is just kind of showing me that there might be something. Whether it's an idea for a podcast or uh, something I've listened to and I think has potential, um, that's basically all it is because we have room for uh, more or less unlimited people. Um, I've talked to a couple girls about coming on. There's a, uh, a straight Ooh. sports podcast that I've uh, uh, talked to about coming on. And mm-hmm. then, you know, other than that, if you, if you guys got suggestions or, or shows that you like a lot that you think would uh, come to a, a rinky-dink operation like this, then, uh, yeah, send them, send them over to me and, and I would definitely uh, consider it. There's a really cool podcast that I've been listening to. I think it's called like Enough About Me. It doesn't have mm. uh, a podcast home at this point, so maybe maybe that can come over to Blindside Pods. At I'll some try point. and uh, I'll try and get him along. I hear he's yeah, a, see if you can. It's a very cheap option. Yeah. I, I only uh, <laughs> I only have to shell out seven hundred fifty grand a year or something like That's that. That's right. Is that what he makes? I heard five hundred thousand. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Know. I mean, I've never seen his pay. I've just heard numbers like that. I heard five hundred thousand plus ratings bonuses. That's what at least maybe that's where maybe that's where the seven fifty comes from. But but again, that's what he said on Barstool. So maybe he's maybe he could have been bullshitting. I think it's in it's definitely at least five hundred k. Yeah yeah yeah. um, Um, Is that all we got, Jimbo? mm -hmm. All right, Uh, John and PA slash Mark Hannon's balls. It's always a pleasure to have you. Yeah man. uh, I think we got some chemistry, baby. So uh, you can come back anytime. and, I'd love uh, to, and and please come back. I I, I want to have you back on the Minifan show at some point, especially with Steve, anytime, for you man. guys to hash this out. Because I think the only way that we can do this is to have a good old fashioned, uh, you know, dirt match, yeah. uh, and 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 we'll oil you guys up. We'll put you in the little tub, and you guys can wrestle around mm. for us on the podcast. And I think that it would be it'd be pretty fun. It's a very sexy idea, and I like the sound of it. Um, I know. Yeah. All right, man. Check out the Minifan show. Uh, follow. At Mark Hannon Balls on Twitter, and as you notice, I've kind of been doing away with the parody account. I'm really now. I'm yeah. just kind of. I, eventually, I'll change the handle, but John right now PA. it's just yeah. Or I mean, right now it's MHB. Yeah. I think it's just going to be MHB going forward because people okay. know no no as no as MHB now. So I mean, whatever, we'll see. Um, and and yes, guys. So listen to the Minifan show. We're actually going to do a bonus episode this week. Um, so keep an eye out for that. I don't know exactly what date it's going to go out, but the Minifan show presented by the Blindside Pod. You're damn right. Blind, BlindsidePods.com is where you That's can get right. the Minifan show, and you can get this show. Uh, also check out their YouTube Minifan show on YouTube. Check out my YouTube if you're not watching this live uh, or mm-hmm. watching it later on YouTube. The Mike Geary is my YouTube channel where I post all the episodes. Um, blindsidepods.com like I said subscribe on YouTube um, iTunes Stitcher Google Play all the places you can subscribe I am at blindmike underscore on Twitter if you want to follow the weight loss challenge 
uh, at Blind Mike Geary on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. You know where to get the show. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks, dummies.